Kia my name is Patrick. Kamusta? I'm Christina, and this is Halo Halo Hour, where a Filipina and a Kiwi, who is also part Filipino, discuss and review movies, TV series, books, and books adapted to screens. Enjoy the show! Okay, welcome to a special edition of the Halo Halo Hour. Today we're going to discuss the Squid Games. Um, with me is my usual co-host, Christina Alpad. And today we have a very special guest from the What the Fuckerongo podcast, Rahiri Marsh. Hello, Rahiri. Hey, Pat. How's things? Christina, hello to you as well. Hi. Kia ora. It's, it's uh, good to be on. Thanks for having yeah. me. It's good to have you. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the Squid Games. I don't know if you heard my stomach. I just growled really loud right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I was like, that, "What but... the heck is going on?" <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Was that loud? Um, so <laughs> we're going to talk about the Squid Games, and this is a global phenomenon. This uh, TV show. I'm hearing about it every week. I hear about how it's the number one show on Netflix. And every week, it just seems to get more and more of a buzz. It's number one in New Zealand Netflix. And if I look at any graphs compared to hits like Tiger King and The Last Dance, Squid Games is just like leaving all those other shows in the dust. It's just it's just crazy how popular it is right now, eh? Yeah, 100%, Pat. Like, uh, it's very popular. It's also number one in Australia as well, Netflix. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy how it just took off. And same here, um, in the Philippines, Korean dramas and Korean movies are pretty popular. So it didn't, you know, it wasn't too surprising to find Squid, Squid Game at the top of the um, hit list, hit list, top list here in the Philippines. So yeah. Yeah, well, um, it's at my work, everyone's talking about it. And I can't even like discuss same. it because it, no one <laughs> wants to be spoiled. <laughs> same. So I'm, 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 I'm so happy that I'm in this forum right now with two other people who have actually seen the show. So I can actually just talk about it freely without any, well, okay. For the first half of this episode, we're all just going to talk about it generally uh, for you listeners that haven't actually seen the show. And we're going to talk about our thoughts. And then at the tail end of this podcast, it's going to be complete spoiler talk uninhibited. And we're just going to give our take on this show fully. Okay. Um, so about this show, um, you said it was 10 years in the making, Christina. Um, yeah, what does that mean? I think I think I saw it somewhere, but I can't see it now. Maybe not 10 years, but it was a few years in the making. I believe the writer tried to, you know, submit this to studios back in Korea and then it just about anywhere and people wouldn't give it a go signal or give it a budget and then finally they met with Netflix. So this is a Netflix original series. They funded the story and the series, and thankfully, they did because now we have it. Wow, so he's been trying to get this show made for 10 years, and eventually they gave him the opportunity, so he really persevered to get this show made. It's quite impressive. Yeah, but um, wait, for those who haven't heard it yet, heard about it yet, which is very unlikely, Pat, can you give us like a gist of what the show is about? So the general synopsis of the Squid Games. So it's about people who are struggling um, to make ends meet in South Korea, people who are very desperate, who have, uh, who have debt and uh, loans that they just can't possibly pay off, 
and they're given the opportunity from this mysterious organization where they can earn billions of dollars well not dollars what is the south korean currency um it's one one yeah yep one so they're offered billions of won to participate in children's games essentially and these games have deadly consequences um very very uh high stakes and these desperate people are forced into the situation where they have to play these games to survive but also have the opportunity to change their lives and this i think with other south korean um shows that i've seen in the past is um, a lot of um sort of uh messages in terms of the the class the class system in korea especially with the poor class and the upper class and the struggles um between these um class systems and much like parasite how the lower class are forced into these desperate situations and as the squid game progresses things get crazier and crazier as um, we're all going to discuss yeah and it seems like that that you know theme is the one that people outside korea are getting used to like it could be wrong but it seems like that's the tag or what korean shows are more popularly known chosen yeah. movies outside of korea i mean they're getting that um identity of sorts now yeah. but um with what you said earlier they didn't know that the games would have that kind of consequences like deadly they didn't know until game one right well, until they arrived at the games yes, yes that's true. Yeah. yes and uh so- how about you two um i mean did you watch squid game upon learning what the story is about or is it more like because everyone's watching it around you and you got curious well i just decided to watch it because i just saw how much of a global phenomenon it was really i kind of knew what it was about and i do kind of like um shows like this like it reminds mm-hmm. me of battle royale and my one of an anime that i like gants and the hunger games but yeah i oh, essentially yeah. why i watch this is just because it's there's such a buzz surrounding it eh? what about you guys yeah no i'm i'm the same but uh i usually like korean um movies or tv shows so wow. for me it was just a easy looking just to pretty much watch it the whole in, entire time so but yeah when i heard there was a big buzz about it i had what well, was a no-brainer for me to um watch it at least so yeah that was for me anyway but Rahiri, what genre of Korean TV shows or movies are, were you watching before Squid Game? Pretty much like Squid Game, like, you know, crazy ah. Korean type of movies, but also even their dramas or romance and yeah. stuff like that. So I just, yeah, there's a, there was a few that I just watch and obviously the Korean, the Korean movie scenes is pretty good to watch. So yeah. yeah. Romance. Yeah, that's, yeah man. you know that's yeah. very popular here their romance and dramas here in the philippines and we also do like reboots of what they have in korea like we try to make it or localize it it's oh, a very popular um um content the koreans are very popular here they're big like something that you here. two have in common the uh watching the <laughs> korean romances as i well, can't say that i've seen many you should yeah, try well, it yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too, Pat. But even even um, even the music scene, like Korean pop, oh I yeah, to as well. So oh, so like really? yeah, so interesting. It's not just the it's not just the TV shows or the movie scene. It's also like yeah, the music scene yeah. as well. I don't I don't mind. They're very in, in short. They're very very big right now. So mm. it, this was very timely, and um, but uh, I think for someone who's not so exposed to this kind of genre this is refreshing for me i mean i many people would say this is like um first for them and then others would uh argue that it isn't that it's not a fresh idea that's it that it's taken from this and that but as someone who's not so you know familiar with it i thought it was refreshing Although the theme is very dark. <laughs> Although the theme is very dark. So it's kind of weird to say that it's refreshing. <laughs> That's quite, yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting that because all the Korean content that I consumed is quite similar to this, um, you know, Parasite. And what was that movie that we watched? Uh, Night in Paradise. That oh, like yeah. some, Kore- some South Korean... Some Korean... The Train to Busan. Oh, yes. 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 There's some really violent and gory um, Korean movies out there that very tragic too. Like not only is it like violent, but just emotionally tragic to where you just question why you watch this (laughs) and you don't feel happy, you know? I think that that's what I think about when I'm of the Korean content that I consume anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's, uh, the Korean content is like our emotional roller coaster ride. Like you have the highs, but then you have the lows and then, you know, you have the awe moments and then the gory moments, you know. I think that's yeah. what keeps us all fixated because like you don't know what's going to happen, but you know, some sometimes dark shit's going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah, but how about when you first saw, when you saw the first episode, was it, did it give you enough to, to carry on? Well, obviously, but was it, you know, your first impression well, my first impression definitely wanted me to ke- keep watching. It was, it kind of like hit all the marks that kind of interest me. Like there was a lot of violence and intrigue and um, some characters that were very flawed, especially the main character um, who is, he's very flawed in that he's just a degenerate gambler, but he has some redeeming qualities. Like he wants to be a good father and look after his mother. So mm-hmm. there's some interesting characters that I wanted to keep following. And one thing that I really noticed straight away was the just the camera angles and cinematography, just the shots of just the characters going down the stairs from like a bird's eye view. And it's like, it's, it's quite striking how like good this TV show looks, you know, it, a movie quality sort of, you know, camera work. Um, it's very creative and I thought it was like really good at the beginning. It looks expensive. It does. Yeah. yeah. Well, Netflix has a lot to do with that as well. Um, yep. And you know, them jumping on board really helped this TV show or the show, the show to be what it, what it is, really. But, yeah, that first episode, pretty much, it was slow, I have to admit. It was yeah. slow at the start. But then once it started picking up and you're like, oh, okay, what's happening? And then, yeah, and it just got better and better after that. But um, like you said, the, um, the, uh, the main character had definitely qualities and, uh, about him on both sides you know he had his flaws and then you had the good things that he does as well you know you knew that he wanted to do better for his daughter first impression was pretty good especially the first episode 
he was so frustrating at the beginning. It was just like, oh, what are you doing? Like, just like stealing money and, you know, just like wasting it on the track and, you know, get, getting his daughter like a horrible gift. You know, what was that gun lighter? And it's just like, man, like you, you, you're fucking up, man. Like, I want you to be a good, <laughs> I want you to be a good dad, but it's actually, it's, it was a good start to his journey because you, uh, like, you see some really good character development throughout the show. Mm -hmm. And we are now already on the main character, Gihun. But um, are there any four, other five, characters? Yes, <laughs> player four, five, six. Were there any other characters like from the get go you were sort of rooting for without revealing what happened to them? But <laughs> you know, people that you were rooting, players that you were rooting for from the beginning. Yeah, there was a few players as well. Like they pretty much from the get go, as soon as you saw their characters and you saw the building, like Ali was one of my favorites. Uh, you know? um, so yeah. like you knew that he's, he's, he's somebody from another country. Uh, and then I thought you just, you, you're like, man, you're like voting for everything that he did was for his family, you know, pretty much. And yeah, I was there. He was definitely one of my favorites than that. And I was, I was pretty much rooting all the way. Um, how about you guys? Damn, that's a good call. Yeah, Ali. I really liked Ali. He was a very uh, sympathetic character from Pakistan. And it was interesting mm. seeing a foreigner in South Korea and seeing a foreigner from their perspective and calling him yeah. an immigrant. You know? Exactly. But it was like, a, um, he's a, he was Muslim, I think. And it was a very positive sort of like portrayal of his culture. Too. He, he was someone, even though he was desperate, was trying to look after his family and protect them. Mm. I think another character that I was really um, interested in anyway was Sabiuk from North Korea. Mm -hmm. She The defector. The yeah. defector, yeah. Number 67. So these characters are <laughs> determined by their player numbers. And I think it's the yes. number of, uh, that they started the game or were... I think it? it's when did they <laughs> confirm their participation? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe? So it's player, yeah. Players one, two, four, five, six. But yeah, uh, is it Sabiok? That's how you pronounce Sabiok? Yep, yep, yep. She, yeah, she's the defector from North Korea. And she was very fascinating because, um, you know, she's from North Korea, as you know, is one of the most, you know, desperate places to live in and very harsh conditions. And yet she defected and now she's in South Korea and she's still living in a desperate situation. And there are moments where it's like they characters ask her is this better than north korea and she doesn't answer and it's sort of like you'd think of obviously it should be but not really <laughs> you know it's yeah. still people are su suffering in south korea and i thought she was a very interesting perspective in this and she's trying to save her little brother too so yeah these characters you know are, are trying to you know help even though they're flawed and desperate they're trying to help members of their family and i liked her as well me, I like player number one without revealing too much. <laughs> I was interested with his story and like, what is an old man doing in this kind of game? And of course, in the first few episodes, I was fascinated with how he survived each game. And then um, I think one more character that I was rooting for in some sort of way but not exactly a player. This is a policeman, Junho. I like, you know, how he got into 
the game and without revealing too much again, like his own mission, his own um, cause for entering Squid Game. That's not really about the game. You know what I like about the role of his character? If he wasn't in this show, it would feel very depressing and not really, not, there would be no like light in the end of the tunnel, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. these are all just like, desperate people who are like being put through this like torture this torture game and yet having him kind of as the good guy um who could do something that was nice yeah it was, it was just you know he was a little bit of like um hope in this show if you know what i mean yeah yeah no i agree with both like it was um a different aspect on it on the um another character you know uh, instead of being desperate this guy was pretty much out there and gave you a, a another point of view on the, on the games as well yeah. so he's not a part of it which makes it even better so definitely yeah but what about the um so can we talk about the games without giving too much spoilers um like what mm-hmm. kind of games that we liked maybe we can but not <laughs> really there some... you know like how it turned out <laughs> yeah maybe not how it turned out but there are some interesting games that i've never seen before such as the honeycomb game where there's a shape um, within honeycomb that and did. with a needle yeah, yeah. you're supposed to cut the shape out and that was a game that i've never seen before has have any of you guys seen that before no no well not really not like not my childhood anyway like you know i i, I didn't even know that I, I didn't even even know that it was a uh, kids game to be honest so do you remember the gonna coffee oh, no 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 you didn't make Dalgona. Were you in quarantine? Oh no, you you weren't, guys. <laughs> when we started the pandemic here, everyone's whipping Dalgona coffee. Like it's made of um instant coffee, sugar, and water, equal parts. So the inspiration for that, you 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 like whip it and then put it in like milk or something. But the inspiration for that was actually the honeycomb um candies that they used in in Squid Game, which is apparently a very, very popular snack in Korea, but I haven't tried it. So, yeah, there's like just a connection in there. So anyway, Do they have like the honeycomb umbrella that you can like put in your coffee, sort of thing. No, it's just like the 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 same. Um, I think the same ingredient. the 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 drink that I was referring to was inspired by that Korean treat. Oh, okay. Oh, and okay. I may I be you wrong. About the show, like you're supposed to yeah. scratch no, no, no. out the shape, and someone's got a gun to you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> like... <laughs> but no, wait. I think, but I could be wrong. I don't think it's a game in Korea. I think it's just, just really the treat. Yep. And then yeah. maybe they it didn't just seem made like it a like a game. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like yeah. something that you do for fun, and then the show kind of made it like just very dark and <laughs> violent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah violent and gave you a time limit so you, you had a time <laughs> limit on it like everything oh was my gosh. Time, so oh yeah. my gosh yeah that's was yeah right here how about you is there any other game that you like well like just for for myself i like the ones that you were a child and you did play like the uh red light green light or like freeze you know we used to play that and um, it was like that's ex- extremely fun, but uh, yeah, obviously they take it to the next level. But uh, but you know things like that, you know that was that that would have been a fun game to do. So that was the, my favorite. Mm. But um, the good old marbles as well. But yeah, how about yourself? 
Christina? Yeah. I was interested with the tug of war, not because I was playing it when I was a child, but because of the technique that player number one actually gave. And I was wondering if, you know, it could be, it's effective when you use it in real life. Remember how he said that um, the way players should be arranged, like the first few minutes uh, are the critical, the most critical minutes because you have to set up and then you have to lean back in the first few minutes. So yeah, maybe next time, maybe when our country opens and when large gatherings are allowed, we can do tug of war and I'm going to test that. I gotta be honest. I've I've played tug of war in the past, and there was no thought behind it. You're just pulling it to win. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I kind of want to just get a rope now and get a group of people to compete, and I just want to put it under my armpit, arrange yeah. us, and then just like lean back. I want to see if it works too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was quite funny because uh, a quick story is that we we had this particular person that comes to my work, and he actually does tug of war for like actual games, you know, actually competing and tug of war. And yeah, he was talking about that. So like the armpit and then the lean back, I was like, oh man, he told me this. I can't believe it. Like, you know, wow. but like I said, like, yeah. So when you're actually like as a kid and or whatever, you know, you, you're just pulling for the heck of pulling it. There was no technique. It was like brute strength really that you're really doing it. So yeah, no, it was uh, fascinating to see. It. And I was like, oh, okay. It might be legit. Like, you know. But, uh, wow. but I think player one also, like, you know, yeah, probably probably did it did it in the past too, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to expose anything about player one, but yeah, he knows some things. <laughs> so hard to talk about him oh, no, without, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's an older bloke though. He's an old, so obviously, you know. Like, like many Korean um, shows anyway, like, di- like, did you think that this was, like, pretty dramatic? Just the um, amount of emotion and <laughs> gore. And I don't know. I feel like every time there was a death, people would like flail their arms and um, <laughs> just every, I don't know. I, it wasn't like a, just a chill to watch. Like I was like, you know, either I was feeling miserable. I was excited. Like did this like sort of like get you going, like watching this show? Yes. Um, no, well, overly dramatic. I expect that from Korean films too, to yeah. be honest. So yeah. it was yeah. nothing Agreed. new to me. If it, if it wasn't overly dramatic, I would have been it's not- very surprised. <laughs> it, it would have, it, I would have been stunned to be honest, but for, for myself anyway, no, no, it was like point on. It was perfect. Yeah. Christina? I have to agree. I have to agree with what Rahimi said. It's very Korean to be, you know, to be this dramatic. Yeah. Because I remember Patrick was, uh, we watched it together, like the ending, the last episode, right? And you were like, "What? <laughs> Too much drama." Have you seen um Old Boy by any chance? That's a very famous South Korean movie, and the no. end of Old Boy, like I don't know, just the amount of emotion and drama that happened in the last episode reminded me of Old Boy or even Night in Paradise. You've seen Night Night in Paradise, like mm-hmm. it's just so yeah. like drama to a ten, where it's just like fuck. You know, it's just everyone's died. Like you know, just so much death, so much emotion. It's crazy. But like that's why we love South Korean, you know, media. You know what um, country I used to think has this much drama with their shows and movies? India, but now it's Korea. Oh. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen Indian movies and series. They're yeah. Uh, yeah. out of this world. <laughs> but yeah, Korea. I, 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 that. 
I actually agree. Like that's actually true. Like Indian um, movies Bollywood. and shows would probably Bollywood be even more dramatic than this. But I think Korean movies are a bit more accessible to me. Like I don't know. I feel like I can. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can relate. what, what are you trying to say? Yeah, you're dark. You're dark, and you can relate to most of the uh, emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I feel like it's the South Korean, well, most of the South Korean stuff anyway, uh, it's like the violence I kind of enjoy, but maybe there's like a level of acting and like direction, which seems a bit better than Bollywood. I don't know. I, I, maybe I need to see better Bollywood movies. I just, the South Korean stuff just seems like the acting <laughs> is so good in, in this yeah stuff. So. yeah definitely oh sorry i'm just curious did you watch it on dub on sub I watched it on sub because the previous show I watched um, was a Japanese show called Naked Director and I watched that dubbed and I felt like that kind of hurt my watching, exp like I didn't feel like I watched the actors because the voices just kind of ruined it for me. So I watched this in sub and while I reading the subtitles can be annoying, it was definitely, I enjoyed it a lot, like watching it with the subtitles. But are you right? Yeah. No, of course. Everything have to be um sub for me and uh and and I'll just listen to pure Korean because you're like, you know, some sometimes when you go dub, it doesn't make sense, you know. It has to be Korean. Um, like I'll, I'll watch everything in Korean. Like oh that's goes with any movie. Like if it's a foreign movie, I'll always go to the main main source of it first and and then I'll just have the subtitles on it. So I don't mind reading it, but then sometimes I don't read it and I just like, listen, you know, just watch it, fixated on it. Cause you know, kind of like what's happening as well. So yeah, but that's me anyway. Christina, what about you? Yeah. I'm guilty because I watched this in its entirety in dub and I feel like I've I missed a lot. Um but to be to be honest, there were certain parts like I had to switch the original audio. I don't know. With Ali, probably. I just feel like <laughs> yeah with Ali because I want to hear him talk in Korean in his accent. And also with the VIPs because they were all white and I want to know if they're all Americans or they're, I want to know their accents, but those things. And yeah, I asked that because apparently when I was researching about the show, um, many people were commenting like how they butchered the translation, apparently, like some tiny details in there. I mean, the tiny um, conversations, the dialogues could have altered like a character's character in the show. So yeah, but we're not that fluent in Korean yet. So <laughs> doesn't <laughs> change that. It's, What did I think you th it's just interesting. What did you think of the dub anyway? Like did you think they did a good job um with the voice? Pretty much, but I felt more emotion in the because I rewatched the last scene in Korean audio, and I think that it's more dramatic, and it's more. <laughs> I felt their emotions more in the original, um, much as the dubbers. I for sure did their best. Um, I think it's just so different when it's in the original original audio. Well, we're almost at the end of our non-spoiler talk, but um, so like the general takeaway from the show, like, did you think it was um, like quite unique compared to other like just shows on Netflix and movies that you've seen before? And did you did you guys like enjoy this quite a lot?
No, it was unique. And the reason why is because uh, usually you don't have uh, shows or on any Netflix shows or whatnot uh, about something to do with children games. But then there's a price on it. And then after, like, I found that actually quite kind of unique uh, in the sense of, especially for a Korean film, to to watch it. And and it's the takeaway for me is definitely that, like, watching watching the whole entire show from uh, all the episodes. And then it's just that those pretty much what games is it going to be next? Like I was so, um, was that fixated on it where I was waiting for the next game. Like that's how, how much I was fixated on. Cause I always, I didn't know what was happening and I didn't know what kids game uh, would be next. And that's why, that's why I loved it. You know? Yeah. For me, it was, uh, it was um, awesome. Awesome. What would you um, give it a rating? Like if you had to give it like a, a, a like out of five or something. Out of five? Oh, easily 4.5. Like the buzz is definitely, is definitely worth, worth the watch. And I recommend it. Oh, cool. So it lived up to the hype. Definitely. Yeah, it did. It did. And especially since, you know, I didn't watch it uh, straight away, but um, as soon as somebody said, oh, have you seen this? And as soon as they, they said something about Korean film, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'll be watching it uh, as soon as I get home. That's how quick yeah. I started watching it. So, yeah. But yeah, lived up, lived up to expectations. So, ah, awesome. Thanks, Pat. How about you, Christina? Yeah, I have to agree with the rating. And um, Rahi is saying that it lived up to the hype and the expectations. Um, I watched it for like, a day and a half <laughs> which is very new for me because um i'm the type of viewer who could easily get bored in one episode especially if it's an hour long and all these episodes i mean average is one hour except for one episode that's like 30 minutes past just a little bit past of 30 minute mark so uh yeah um I'd also say for me, it's refreshing in a way because I'm not exposed to this darker theme of Korean content because I'm used to more on drama, more on romantic comedies when it comes to Korean content. But uh, maybe it would be a stretch to say that it's sort of unique because it drew um, comparisons with other shows or movies before like i'm not really exposed to this genre before i'm strictly not korean i mean because you mentioned that it has similarities with japanese anime and i've also read that comment from other users but also um while watching it i was thinking of like wow this is like hunger games but with prize because in hunger games you would just like you have to survive to get out. You have to win the game so that you could um, save your life. But here it's it's a game and, you know, you have children's games. So, yeah, um, definitely I agree. 4.5 as well. And um, to other viewers who need uh, a new show that will get them excited and that won't make them feel like they're watching too long of a show. <laughs> This is free. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you guys, and I think we're all gonna be four point five across the board, really, because I'm I'm pretty much gonna Woo-hoo. give that as well. Like, I think it's um, it it actually exceeded my expectations 
um, really. Like, I thought maybe this might be overhyped. I've, ha I've seen a few shows that, you know, just didn't live up to the expectations, but no, nah, I loved it. Um, just the first episode instantly grabbed me, and I just love, like, the idea of competition, but, like, just dire consequences and the gore. Like, you know, I, I've watched, I've consumed a lot of South Korean um shows and movies that are similar to this so it's right up my alley baby so i was like just <laughs> i was watching this all i was i was in right away uh i gotta admit like the second episode i was a bit worried i was like oh come on let's get back to it and then after that nah they got right back into what i loved so i was uh i was in for the i was in for the ride but not only was it the violence that i enjoyed um it was the themes as well like from you know one of the best movies ever made parasite this show completely um carried on the the themes i felt that that movie had um such as the lower class struggles and the desperation that these people do and the resentment that they have with the upper class and it's sort of um you know you learn about korea culture um from watching this too so i, I really felt that this was um yeah just a very interesting um show and I definitely recommend um, anyone watching it. It's it lives up to the hype, and I'm quite happy that that a Korean show like this is like number one on Netflix, and it's you know it lives up to the hype. It's number one in ninety territories. Jeez, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm, I'm wow. so happy that I'm so happy that this guy waited ten years to make this show, and then. Finally, now that it's made, it's like one of the biggest shows on Netflix ever. What a reward, eh? That this guy was able to like persevere for 10 years and then like he's reaping the rewards. So I feel good for that guy. And you know, I think yeah, it says yeah. something about Netflix too. Like people would can say anything they want about this um, streaming platform, but the fact that they go out there and fund titles, stories that we probably would never hear or watch uh if not for them so yeah kudos to netflix too netflix saved a lot of shows like if you some of them were getting canceled but they just jump on it straight away knowing that like uh there's audience out there that would love to still watch it and there's so many shows but for them to pick up films or movies or shows like this you know kudos to them right yeah yeah there's just so many shows on netflix that are that are actually um accessible for people that wasn't that accessible like 10 years ago um i see shows from the philippines from korea and i'm just thinking wow these shows wouldn't even be available at my local video rental store yeah. um 10 years ago and now these are just like at a click of a button you can just instantly watch a show that <laughs> would have never crossed your path unless you just went to like some korean um dairy <laughs> back in the day <laughs> But now it's like on a mainstream platform. So I'm happy that, you know, everything is, um, yeah, it's easy, easily to find now. You know what I just thought of just now? Do you think this is like last year's Queen's Gambit in the same scale? Like I remember last year, everyone's talking about it. And then come award season, uh, you know, Anya Taylor just got all the major awards and the show got its mm, awards too. But um, do you think the hype is of the same level last year with um, Queen's Gambit. That's another limited series by Netflix. I loved Queen's Gambit, but I feel that Squid Game has kind of just surpassed everything. I, I saw um, a graph on the, um, there's like a graph of all the Netflix shows that have been Googled like worldwide. 
and you see like the number of Google searches for every show. And then you see the scale has completely gone off the charts thanks to Squid Games. So like all the other shows are like, you can't even see <laughs> like how many people Google it because Squid Game has just yeah. like pushed everything out of the roof. So I feel like this has kind of set a new bar <laughs> for, for things on Netflix, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like uh, Squid Games, yeah, it's just surpassed every every show. Queen's Gambit, it, it did well, but um, hey, uh, like a lot of people are playing chess, but I think Squid Games is just like another level now. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of people are playing chess. Not many people are like scratching through honeycomb <laughs> and getting shot in the head. No, no. <laughs> and please don't. Oh, God damn, like... Take me, take me to that game. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> where, can I, can I, can, where can I find that? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so sorry, but before we cross over to the spoiler talk, I think I just want to go back to um, our takeaway with the show, if that's all right. Because I've yeah, read about like how it's supposedly a social commentary, no, a jab on um, con- capitalism, consumerism, and then these big words such as equality and equity. Did, did, did you, as a viewer, did you um, notice those messages or was it just like pure entertainment? Yeah, I can see why it's so difficult um, like for people to catch those messages that were in there because all the gory mm-hmm. stuff, you know, the entertainment, the games, whatever yeah. it is. But yeah, you but you definitely saw like the um like like you were saying, you know, the equality, the equity, um, and everything that was discussed in that movie was pretty much like the messages are subtle, but if you clicked onto them, they were actually pretty good. And like if you really like listen to the um shows itself or the each episode, it will have something about it. So that's what I liked about it as well. Um, mm-hmm. what about you, Pat? Like, did you catch on to that or? Yeah, well, I, I think the for me anyway, it was the, the gore and the intrigue of these games kind of hooked me. And then um, the social commentary was sort of like hit me like while I was hooked. So, um, yeah, like um, while I was really into the show because of the games, uh, um, to be honest, like the thing I enjoyed the most was actually um, seeing um, those themes, you know, displayed throughout the show. And, you know, one of my favorite characters, um, the um, defector from North Korea, I just found that so fascinating that for someone who has gone through so much suffering to escape um, North Korea is struggling in South Korea and just trying to um, save her family. And um, that story itself to me was like very fascinating and I enjoyed it. Well, we'll move on to spoiler talk now. So any listeners who are currently listening and haven't seen Squid Game, you know, you're more than welcome to carry on and listen to us talk about this show. But I highly recommend that you watch Squid Game and then listen to the spoiler talk because you'll definitely enjoy our talk about this after that. So, yeah, spoiler talk. What was So what's on the first uh, first list for uh, the show? It's... Uh, would we oh. have returned to the Squid Game when we were freed? <laughs> Is that the first okay. question? Background, because during the game, after the first game, and they realized that people are not merely, you know, out of the game, just like, okay, you're out, you're no longer in the contest, but rather you're out in the sense that they will kill you. <laughs> so when the players found out that this is the, um, the consequence of the game, of losing a game, they voted if they should go back 
outside in the real world or continue the game and um, in the hopes of winning the pot prize, the pot money. So they decided because rule number three and the thing that they signed on, the majority of the players will decide to stop the game. The game will be stopped. Then the money will go to the players who died, the family of the players who died. So if it were you guys, if you were part of the game, considering that they were in those situations, would you go back? Uh, for me, um, if I was in their situation and in mm -hmm. a lot of debt, there is, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going back to the game. I'm, I'm definitely going back. Because uh, like my competitive mindset is that, you know, <laughs> I want to win the whole lot and there ain't no, mm -hmm. no one going to stop me to get that prize money, you know? So I'm just a competitive in itself. So so I would I would have definitely returned, um, especially when we were free. Pat, what about you, man? I'm trying to find the rules. Um, do you guys remember? Like, there's three rules. So the yeah. last one was um, the majority can quit. Vote, yep, majority votes. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember the I first two? first one was a player cannot stop like not i think the second one the is game. players cannot uh oh maybe that's cannot um yeah something like i think if a player is, is eliminated or something like that isn't it uh i can't remember anyway uh sorry about that tangent uh to answer your question <laughs> if, if i was uh given that option to uh continue the squid game or to quit with the majority if i was in their situation the reason you're there in the first place is because you're desperate and there's nothing else happening in your life and you don't really get the full scope on how deadly this thing is. you saw red light green light but there's still a chance of like hey i got the hang of this i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna win this fucking thing and i can see myself being competitive and thinking i'm gonna make it through to all the way to the ends like surely i can i can defeat this game so if i was in their shoes knowing what they knew i would have continued me being who i am now and if i was patrick dropped into the squid game and i just played red light green light and they said do you want to continue or do you want to quit i'm quitting <laughs> i'm going home i'm good <laughs> so uh, me myself i am not continuing the squid game <laughs> so so you know man come on like do, uh, you're just looking at everyone else and you're like man i could i could probably i could win this like you wouldn't think oh. one one time that you'd think Hey, uh, but anyway, I've got the clauses. So the consent form that they wrote. So clause one is a player is not, allow not allowed to voluntarily quit the game. Mm. So that was uh, number one. Number two is that a player who refuses to play will be eliminated. Kill. So those are the, and then obviously, not, oh, and then the third clause is like how we were saying is that um, the games may be terminated upon majority vote. So. I found it interesting for this game about killing and how immoral it is, but how um, the, the rules are so strict in that they're giving them the option. You know, they're killing these people, but they're making sure that there's consent here. <laughs> so they're really, they're really maybe like polite. They're like, you know, we, you know, you, we're going to kill you, but we want your consent. So they're really, you know, they want that legal form like it's an illegal game like this is like this is not legal at all but they're making yeah. these people sign contracts so they're making sure that this is fair and there's consent so i, I thought that was quite interesting yeah. <laughs> that is. yeah definitely interesting like how they convey that 
you put yourself into this. We didn't force you. And I think that was repeated again in a few more episodes, especially in the last episode where it was revealed, well, this will be our next point of discussion, that player number one is the brain of the game. And when he talked about it, like, you guys signed up for it. You were free to go, but you you stayed, you returned, and it's just like signing your life away, it seems. Yeah, he wanted fair fair competition, didn't he? And he was all, and he wanted to participate himself, uh, player one. I, I, yeah, I yeah. thought that was interesting how, you know, what was it at the end? He's like, when you have so much money, you just become bored. So you have something like this to pass the time. <laughs> Number one could have died in any of those games. <laughs> yeah, Except, I was thinking the you same. Know, you know, like, uh, man, he really played with fire. But, um, but. It just reminds him of his childhood and he wanted to have some fun. So he participated in it. But I thought like, oh, see, I would have been like in that mindset straight away. I would have been like, if this old guy can do it, I can definitely do it. <laughs> man, he, he's, he's lucky Gihun had his back. Because he because yeah. man, if, if he wasn't there, man, he didn't have a chance. Yeah, yeah. you remember the, the yeah. mini game of sorts, like after game two, where everyone was just like, then uh, around bedtime, everyone's killing everyone trying to kill everyone yeah. like what if you got killed there they couldn't do anything like for sure well, they the, can well, in the first or second it was I think funny me right you're gonna say the same thing but okay you go pat. i want to hear, hear your thoughts on that well i think during that moment i think he used his connection because didn't he like all of a sudden that's... appear at the top <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right that's what i was gonna say because like that was kind of surprising where he wasn't really in the danger he somehow appeared at the top so i was thinking okay he's still you know using his connections to even though he's a part of the game he's he is making sure he's making it through you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, Pat. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because um, I found it interesting that he wasn't in bed. And I was like, and then, but when he, went, when he was up, I was like, oh man, that's a smart old guy. Because you didn't know that he was the brain behind it. So yeah, it, all point. you thought is that like, okay, he got away from danger. He just went to the furthest place he could and then just pretty much stayed there whilst everyone else was killing each other. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I was like, at first, but then when you actually like when it was revealed that he was the brain behind it you're just like okay all right yeah now he used connections in that one mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. i i gotta say one of the most heartbreaking um episodes definitely was episode six yes like, let's go that, there was, let's go there oh. that For was sure that, that was For gut-wrenching sure. and i gotta say like a reason that i probably as patrick wouldn't want to play the squid game because you form connections there you become you know f- you find companions in that game and I couldn't imagine, like, you know, being with one of you guys in this game, and then you're paired up, you make a partner, and you're like, oh, I'll get the person I trust the most, the person I care about the most, to um, be in this team. And then all of a sudden, they switch it, and it's either one of you die. And I'd be, like, so heartbroken if I was in that game with someone, like, one of you guys, and just be like, oh, my God, like, one of us has to die now? And especially, like, you see the husband and wife, and Ali, and um, the... Uh, Sung Woo, yeah, and uh, how him and Ali had to play, like, oh my god, that was just Um, so heartbreaking. That that was, I I think that would be a struggle for me in that situation where you just, 
had to, it was either you or the person that you cared about the most in that game. It also played a part that um it was strategically held after that tug of war because at the tug of war everyone's like a team. So people thought when they came into the next game that it's just like another, you know, the same principle like you will have to find a teammate of sorts. So when they group themselves, they they went to the person they think will help them make it through the next round without knowing that it's the person that you're playing against. Exactly. Um, and 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 in that sense, if if it was like all of us in there, and I have to go up against Pat, yeah, I would have signed. I would have I would have I would have been out straight away. I would have voted for no, because like like you said, it's <laughs> it's so it's so heartbreaking to know that you formed the connection and then after that, all of a sudden you come in, it's life or death. Like it's either you or him, and you just can't like I don't I don't know how they could do that. I was just like, man, this sucks. Well, watching this episode sucks right now because mm-hmm. like as a as a viewer watching it, you're just like, oh man, like. You're so fixated on it. And then after you just like, oh, bro, I can't believe it. Of course they did something like this. Yeah, that episode six, even, <laughs> even when um, the main character of verse, oh, well, four, five, six against number one, you know, yeah. as well. But then, after, oh then at the end, I'm like, ah, oh, he uses his connections. He, <laughs> he's got connections. So. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like but without that, that knowing... Like, Without knowing that he's like the the mastermind of this game, I felt really bad for player number one, and also for player four, five, six because like and choosing choosing or letting someone die just so you can go to the next round and someone that old, like it's just yeah. so heartbreaking. But I feel most for Addy, I think. Yeah, I think that was the um thing too where I for four, five, six, I felt that. I kind of related to him like oh this guy has a brain tumor and he's old like surely i you know i should <laughs> i should have the opportunity to continue living but the way you trick him into um die, like that felt so i uh, i would feel so gross like tricking him um like he did and when it turned out that number one knew that he was tricking him oh my god he felt so guilty and i kind of felt that guilt too i'm like oh man yeah that sucks he called you out man he called you out yeah yeah, yeah exactly <sighs> exactly and, and i gotta say that episode was the turning point for sung woo for me because that guy sort of was growing on me i didn't like him at the beginning like most other characters but you know as you get to learn more about them and his friendship with ali i i, I started to like him but this episode was a turning point where to me he became the villain of this show of how he just completely he abandoned the rules like ali was winning fairly he was defeating him and he was down to one marble and then he just you know replaces the marbles with the stones and then he gives it to the guy and just completely you know backstabs him i just felt that was kind of disgusting and kind of shows the desperation that was interesting like you know some people will do anything it takes yeah no i agree that was the turning point for me um as well like especially ali was one of my favorite characters and then after for him to get screwed over like that i was just like i can't believe this like as soon as I was like, oh, if that was me, there was no way. I was like, no, nah, man, winner takes all. <laughs> like, nah, you, I want your last marble. Sorry, man, but we're playing the game. And I, I like how they couldn't use violence to win the marbles. That was good too. That was a, that was a bit of a, you know, uh, another ball in the park for that one as well. But yeah, that was the turning point for me as well, man. 
And Ali's and so I innocent think... and trusting. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so oh, oh I, yeah. I, I, it's so, I know. He's such a good guy. <laughs> the roller coaster, man. The roller coaster. So innocent and trusting. Whoa. What if you were in that? What would you do? If I was Ali or Sung Sung like, If you, Patrick, and Rahiri were in the game and you teamed up for that game, what would you do? Oh, honestly, Pat. Honestly, Pat. I would look at you and I was like, man, let's 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 take them go out fighting instead of taking you out, like knowing that one of us is gonna take each other out. I, I would go down fighting. Uh -huh. If we both died, we died. Like that, I would have said that to you. But well, what I about gotta, you, man? I gotta say, I liked what the girls did. Um Sabiok and the other girl, I can't remember her name, how they just got to like, you know, spend as much time together and just talk about their lives. And at the end, they just played one quick game to determine who wins or dies. And I would probably rather do that because at least I would know that one of us would live. And mm -hmm. man, just like spend like the most just chatting and just like saying everything we want to get off our chest and then just like throw it against the wall and whoever got it closest, you know, wins. And that was, man, that was so sad too. Like, oh my God, you learned um, about Sebiok and her struggles Sebiok. in North Korea. And then uh, the other girl too, how she... Um, Man, her backstory was so sad too and how like she didn't have anything to live for so she's just like oh yeah that was a, that was such a gut-wrenching episode that one yeah and and, and the way how... she she lost mm -hmm. like the way she deliberately lost you know and then after that yeah. oh, so she wants her to carry on damn man Oh, that wouldn't be me. I'm competitive, man. I'm fucking throwing it as close as I can to the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the, see, I thought, the, I thought you were going to do that. Nah, man. I'll let the best man win, man. We're going <laughs> to have a... Me and you, we're going to have a heart-to-heart. -heart. We'll have a heart-to-heart. -heart. But at the end of our heart-to-heart, -heart, man, best man wins. I'm going to throw that marvel as close as I can. If you And if you drop yours to the ground, I'll be like, fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play against you, Pat. Oh, what? You'd rather play against Rahiri? You're heartless. You'll kill me. <laughs> actually, me. no. No, because I, um, I actually was disappointed in the husband and that the wife died because I didn't like, you know, if it's your wife, obviously you sacrifice yourself for the wife. And I was surprised that he was the one that continued. But then again, I think you, you, you're the one that said, well, at least he has a chance to win maybe. And that yeah, was the tactic. Like, if they're both in debt like, and they have yeah. to get out to survive, for sure, the wife would like give way. Like you have better chance of winning at this than oh, that, me. That so. dumb, that dumb oh. guy just killed himself in, in killed himself anyways. Anyway, yeah. So what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, so he took himself out. So if you were going to do that from the start, why don't you let your wife go carry on? You know, yeah. like I, I would say, oh, you, that, that's heartless right there. I'm just like, yeah. you know, you you got a chance to like redemption. There's one thing to get yourself out of debt, so you might yeah. go hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. He wasted her life, her sacrifice. Uh, just a quick note on that competitiveness. Well, the reason why, you know, I, I said, take them out, you know, let's take them out together. Well, because you know that at the end of the day, I would win anyway. And that's why, <laughs> and, 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 and that's why man, I, didn't, I don't really want to eliminate you, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's, just your nice, yeah. that's just your nice way of uh, <laughs> avoiding that <laughs> awkward situation. <laughs> Please, if you guys see each other in person soon, do the marble game. No one's gonna shut you down. It's just that let's see the competitiveness in real life. All right. Okay? Heart to heart talk, <laughs> and then yeah. you know talking about our lives. <laughs> um, 
the show really is that effective because you know each of us is like we relate so much like we felt really bad for the characters and how they end up in episode six so I think it speaks volume of how effective and how great of a show script is. That's just what I want to say. No, I totally agree. Yeah, here, here. In terms of like characters that you despise the most, who did you hate the most? I, I don't know their names, but the uh, gangster with the snake tattoo, obviously, oh. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the woman as well. Oh um, man, what what number was she? Um, she was. Um, oh. player number I, I forgot but her name but she was she, she was despicable oh she was a single mother that wanted yep. to name her child but yet she came back and um played anyway and i was thinking oh she you can't trust her right eh? she's like Minio. such a Minio? yeah that's her player name. two one player two one two mm. yeah player two one two I, I liked how she um took him out at the end anyway where she was just like you know what like I'm not gonna I'm gonna kill you <laughs> like I promised. Yeah. Remember in the tug of war, she said like I read this when I was researching about the show. She said in the episode like how powerful she felt when she leaned back, and that's what exactly what she did with the gangster. She leaned back on on that game oh. to take them down. Oh. She was like I, she was a bit of a roller coaster. Like I liked her, then hated her, then liked her, and then hated like she <laughs> yeah, was, yeah yeah that's exactly right. Yeah, she was I one remember, of those type of characters. I remember after the tug of war and then they played by twos, she was left out because no one picked her, right? And I was expecting her to be dead. So when I saw her in the next episode, like, what? Or is that their, them displaying equality just because she didn't have the chance to To, to be know, honest, play. like, once she was left out, like, once that character was left out, I was like, oh, they're going to keep her alive. And that will be like a joke. Like, oh, well, the one that was left out, got to survive and i was like because that character was like too too significant to just be killed like that like i I could i Mm. kind of saw that (laughs) oh i didn't good for you yeah Yeah, i I had no idea did you guys say your most despised characters no i hated sang woo up until the last episode because he didn't have to be in the game like he was smart (laughs) he was well off but you know he made bad choices, unlike others that, you know, the circumstances, I guess, were, you know, against them, like how they have no proper work or that they're in debt because of, like, let's say, loan sharks. But this guy right here got into the game because he did something bad, like he ruined the business. Is that correct? So in the first place, yeah, that's that tells a lot for me about his character. And then... The, just you know being so i don't know it's just that his motivation i guess was not as wholesome or as heartfelt as the others to win the game well sorry for the mother yes for his mother maybe but unlike others like because he got himself into into the situation so whenever he would think of you know like what he did to ali because he's he's too smart. He knows the technicalities. He's the one who asked for the voting after the first game because he remembered the rule. And then he remembered that uh, he could beat Ali. He could deceive him because you can win in any way, not um, except for violence, except for using violence. So 
he's so smart that way. So I guess that I, I thought it was he was heartless and he was, you know, the motivation was not as, as convincing as others. But it all changed in the last game. So <laughs> I felt he was interesting because he kind of was in the upper class. Like he went to university, he had a business, and then he had that fall and yeah. that desperation. And then he turned out to be the worst of that. So I thought, like, was that saying something where he was a part of the upper class and now he's down with down with the others and he's just as well, he's even more desperate. You know, even someone like um four five six was willing to play fair and sacrifice himself whereas um oh god what's his name again <laughs> Sun Wu. Uh, yeah. yeah he was the most ruthless and just desperate you yeah. know like i agree with you guys on that as well yeah he's probably one of the most villain like uh, you could see a change as soon as I, he took out ali it was there was a huge change in him because you know, like you said, you, you throughout that whole tournament, or you know, throughout the games, you, you got so close with that one particular person. Is that as soon as yet he deceived Ali, you just knew that all right, anything goes for him anymore. Like he doesn't care. Like he will take out the other person just to win. So, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, guys, are you excited for season two? If there is one. Hopefully, right you're very familiar with Korean content, right? Um, mm -hmm. do you honestly think because they say uh in Korea they're just like one season and done? Do you honestly think this could have another season? It could, but knowing Korea Korean uh shows, there's no season two. Like it's Aww. this is it, people. Unfortunately, that's, that's a big spoiler, but that's that's it. Like that's, that's a big spoiler. But there is no season two, even though he turns back. Man, mm -hmm. sorry guys, no second season. Yeah. Really? Is that has that been confirmed, or is that just uh, what you think? No, if well, it's for... if I know anything about Korean films or yeah. Korean shows, mm -hmm. there's never been a second season. Even though other Korean shows have been successful, there's really like. Yeah, there's really no second shows, so second season, sorry. I just feel like the, they left this open, like the end so open where he turns back. And I kind of think that Gehun, the cop, like he No, no, no. Survived. That's not Gehun. That's It's not Gehun. Jun Junho. Jun Junho? Yep. Yeah, I'm really bad. I'm really bad with these names, sorry. <laughs> um Junho, I, the I really cop. think do you know the cop like they left yes. his death ambiguous you know he got shot in the shoulder yeah. and fell into the ocean so i thought i think he's alive for sure come on he um he's gonna expose them like you know there's a story of him exposing him and then four five six coming back and taking over and i just think the money made in it like it's it's so big it, there's so much money to make why won't you make a se season two away like i feel like man okay if there's no season two I'll be so fucking surprised. Like, I'm willing to bet money <laughs> <laughs> that there's going to be a season two, right? Um, I feel like it's, it'd be dumb if they didn't do a season two because the story is open. And man, the, that's the money to make, eh? Like, it's such a phenomenon. I see it everywhere, Squid Game, eh? Like, Halloween costumes. Like, uh, the costumes of <laughs> Halloween. I'm like, holy oh shit. Oh my like, gosh, ever, yeah. Everyone's going to dress up like the Squid Game um, security now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love your enthusiasm. 
but I guarantee you this, there's yeah. no season two. Also, oh, okay. it's a big risk. It's a big risk because season one was so successful is that do you really want to do a season two or leave it at, at that, like leave it at the top? Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with Rahiri and um, I asked him that because he, a bit uh, among the three of us, he's the one who's very, you know, consuming Korean content. So I guess he's the more authority <laughs> against us bad so i believe rahiri but i i sure hope he's wrong <laughs> and i sure hope netflix guys netflix gods will you know realize how much money they could still make if they do this second season yeah. mm. i don't know I'm, i'm like there's so much money on the table man you got to make a second season so <laughs> I, i i we can we can sort it out rahiri we can do a bit because i think there's gonna be a season two <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, sure. Play a game. Play a game. Uh, <laughs> let's get some marbles. <laughs> no, nah, but marbles. yeah, uh, but it's not saying that um, like I don't want a second season. But nine Korean films and shows, mm-hmm. it's like I don't, I don't think there is a second season. But I hope I am wrong. But mm-hmm. yeah, but watching a lot of films, especially TV shows, I'm talking about shows. I watch a lot of shows, Korean shows. And I always wanted a second season, but it never happened. And that, I'm just going by past experience. And that's that's why. Would you watch uh, a second season if there was one? Uh, uh, yes. It, you would? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> For sure. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but how, like, oh, actually, how, how would you want it to start the second season? What's the first, you know among all the other loose threads that they left for the first season want, what do you I want to resolve first to changes i want four five six to resolve his hair because <laughs> i gotta say that look isn't really going for him <laughs> so maybe resolve that problem <laughs> he kind of looks like a um korean, know, wanna, just... korean star wannabe korean yeah. boy band wannabe a korean uh, uh lesbian elderly uh boy band wannabe <laughs> i don't know it's it's all over the place i don't know it's not working for him <laughs> yeah no, i thought he was going to um you know uh participate in the korean pop or a music video or something <laughs> <laughs> we were saying patrick and i that you know could be all-star squid game <laughs> like oh, all yeah. the past winners in one um season Squid Game All Stars, yeah, let's bring that on season two. Yeah, and the main right. main guy, actually, the brother, because I presume that was the brother, you know, of the detective. Um, mm-hmm. He's a past winner, so yes. that was interesting too. So yeah, so like um, for him to um, for him to be the leader of it, like pretty much, you know, the second in command. But now he's probably is the leader since um, yeah, is that yeah um since uh number one died what's his name again uh geez ill worn yeah 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 no 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 is that correct we're so bad at this so sorry for the fans (laughs) yeah 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 i'm sorry it's ill nam ill nam ill nam -nam. -nam. yep you know the guys the 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 guy that played the front man is a really big korean star and all the more the recruiter that got Um, Gong Yu, the recruiter that get that got um, player number four, five, six in the game is also a really huge Korean star. So I think if there's any, you know, 
um, indication that this could be another season. But those stars wouldn't sign for like how many minutes of exposure in a series. So maybe they were promised of a bigger role in the second season. Mm -mm. That's the only thing that, you know, that's making must me be a second season. think there must be a second <laughs> season. For sure, their arc will be bigger if they come back on season two. So maybe that's the promise to them so that they took this project. Yeah, like you're you're correct in that sense. Like he is a huge star, and this Puck Puck Hussle, I think his name is mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the actual person, um, the, the actor, the actor. The, yeah, yeah, the slapper. Yeah, yeah, the front man. Yeah, so the front um, man. He is, he is, yeah, so he is he is the um, he is a huge star in Korea, and like I, I've seen him in a lot of films. So as soon as I saw him on it, I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be good then. <laughs> this the slapper Pat is Gong Yu. He's from Train to Busan. Mm. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have any more thoughts on that or we all we all good? Yeah, I thought I that was pretty good. We, we are all in agreement that we want a second season, but um we wouldn't be surprised if there's none knowing how Koreans do their content. Yeah, yeah. I just hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> I just want to. I just not want to know. Um, I just want to know what what type of games that they're going to add into it. So, yeah. like other games, oh, other kid yeah. games and stuff like that. So, yeah, just it was so interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 just hoping I'm wrong. That's it, really. And it could be the two winners up against each other. So you have the um, frontman former winner as the now the head of the organization, and now you have four, five, six, who was a winner going back to take it down. So I think, you know, that would be an interesting. Yeah. Story. yeah. If anything, it would, it would be a, like, a, what do they call it? Uh, like a, a prequel or something like that on, on like, that's how they add usually Korean films. So it could be like the, like, you know, they do a prequel on, a pre, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on, on the actual, on the actual winner, you know, the front man's front man's um, story on it on how he started oh. so it could be something like that they're usually good at, at um at doing that type of stuff but season wise no not really so yeah. but I'm, I'm just hoping i'm wrong you know because it was yeah. it was awesome enjoyable yeah. to watch it was i think a prequel <laughs> would still be very interesting and oh and it's been going it. it's going for, for sure. decades those folders went back years ago yes. so they've got lots of previous squid games to show yeah i want to know how they really you know set it up and, and I want to know why it's all white men as the VIPs. But one of them was Asian, question. though. No, yeah, yeah. is it? I think one of them, or he was saying something in Korean to the other guys. One of the guys wearing the mask anyway. <gasps> yeah, um, during the Squid Game. Yeah. When it was raining and then he's saying something in Korean. I thought yeah. he was also just... Could be wrong. Rich people. Probably. <laughs> Rich VIPs, people is... The VIPs. I felt very Hunger Games-like in that, those guys, eh? They felt very, like, uh, ostentatious, like, very flashy, and they just want to see blood, and they yeah. want to see some poor people die. Like, it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if it was a real game, if it were a real game, it's just so sad, like, how rich people see poor people as their entertainment. Well, it's funny because are they poor people or are they people in debt? 
you know that's the interesting some of them are poor but yeah they're also in debt so it's kind of like it's kind of like were they were they actually kind of like well off or were they at least in that middle class like you know? Sang Wu, definitely yeah, yeah definitely he's rich but yeah, so yeah dead. so that's why that's why i'm just like well is it like as a poor people or is it is it like because i've seen those films you know poor people getting sucked into something and then they have to battle it out and that gory stuff but this one was a bit different to me because like it was people in debt trying to pay off their debt so yeah. All right, all right, guys. Well, <laughs> man, I had fun I, uh, I talking know. about Squid Game with you guys. Anyway, that was like, yeah, I got, got a lot off my chest that I wanted to talk about. So yeah, thanks. Ah, comes Hamida. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, comes Hamida. Comes Hamida. I was thinking Ali now. We should go to <laughs> yeah, Korea. Ali, Ali we... man. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're so Ali. We should all go to Korea and try to experience not the Squid not Game. Not the Squid Game, but, but I, I really want to go to Korea. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, I, w- I would watch you, Christina, in that Squid Game. I'll watch you. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, we'll be cheering. We'll be Please cheering. Know. We'll be cheering. Uh, four, five, six. <laughs> right, right here with his big uh, with wolf mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so oh. thank you. Thank you, Rahiri. I hope this is not the last time you'll be joining us in yeah, the right. podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Like, I've been hoping to get you on this uh, for a while now. And, man, when you said that you saw the Squid Game, I was like, I really want to hear his opinion. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. No, thank you for having me. Um, It's been enjoyable, you know. Just to jump on to the Halo Halo Hour, finally, thank you for inviting me. Um, It's been a pleasure to talk about, especially the Squid Game. So, nah, comes a Hamida. (laughs) <laughs> i think i think um you'll be um even though you're maori you're, you're gonna be our south korean correspondent so anytime we have some uh, south oh, korean uh, yeah. media you're definitely coming on <laughs> and that's a wrap for this episode hope you enjoyed this one if you want to continue the discussion we are now on instagram and twitter at hello hello hour till our next one bye adam bye